Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass stands a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along, move along. Come inside, the show's about to start. Rapture.com and .org, our band site, and I'm here as always with my uh, original co-host, Danny. Hey, Danny. How you doing, Pastor Harry? Okay, Danny, how are you? Uh, it's been a good day. Well, that's good. <laughs> a good day is a good day. And uh, here we are today, show's working, and that's a good day, too. You know, Danny, as I always say, sad but true, pathetic but completely, completely prophetic. This is this is the only radio broadcast, podcast, any cast, anything, sermon, anything I've ever heard on planet Earth that is teaching the truth about the Bible, Jesus' words, and who He is. <laughs> and that that truth is that he is the Christ, Messiah, the son of a living God, and not one-third of a pagan Roman trinity that Christianity slid into a long, long time ago and never came out of. And um, knowing the truth of who Jesus is isn't, doesn't give you eternal life. It doesn't, that's not heaven. It's the first step in earning heaven. In earning your crown of life, and, and that, right, yeah, amen. So, you know, you, <laughs> Jesus said, "My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me." So, you hear God's voice. If the first thing, the voice that says Jesus is the Christ, the Son of a Living God, that's the voice of the Holy Spirit. The voice. Of the devil will say anything else. Trinity, any any Wicca, anything. It would make no difference. So that's the Holy Spirit speaking. My sheep hear my voice. And Jesus said, I know them. He knows who they are and he knows them and they follow him. So then the second step would be to follow Jesus in spirit and truth. And that's. What comprises the Church of Philadelphia? We read of the seven churches in Revelation. That's the worthy church. That's the church that will be taken in the first of two rapture events. That's the church that keeps his word with perseverance. And that that's yep. the church that earned their crown of life. <laughs> There's no other way around it. And... Um, so that's what we're trying to bring bring forward on this show today to show people what what did Jesus really teach? Because you can't really follow him if you don't know what he really taught. Mm-hmm. So and who he is. One of the things Jesus said to the Church of Philadelphia was, "You did not deny my name." And if you upgrade that for two thousand years, to deny his name is who he is. Well, they. They they did not pervert or corrupt who he is. They kept exactly who he is. He's the Christ, right. the Son of a living God. So when we believe that and follow Jesus as, as that, that that's that's when you're walking on the straight and narrow path of eternal life. 
So that that's how simple it right. Good. And that's how simple it is, Danny. It's that it's that simple. And that so if somebody says, you know, how can Jesus uh Jesus is your savior, well who's Jesus? If they believe he's part of a Trinity they're they're not following Sorry, lost. Right, they're right, they're not following who Jesus is. The Holy Spirit will lead us into all truth. He will never lead you to believe anything but that simple revelation. And should we go there, out? I mean, should, should I go out in the place that I live? Uh, I live in a Bible Belt, by the way. Uh, should I go out and tell people that Jesus is the Son of the Living God, or and not the Trinity? Well, I wouldn't just go out and do that because. You're in a hostile environment. People don't want to hear that. They don't believe that. Um, In a conversation with a person, if God would lead you to, if they're interested in um, what you believe, if they're interested in why are you like you are, Mm -hmm. then, then you could share that with them. If somebody says, you know, Danny, you always have, you you seem to always have, you have peace. You have this, uh, this, this inner hope in you. Why? Well, it's because of what you believe. But no, you shouldn't just go out on your own and just preach a message against uh, what, what everyone just would just, right. would just come right against. That'd be ridiculous. Yeah, it'd be like going to something you told me in the past. That'd be like going to Iraq and saying you don't like uh, Muhammad. No, it'd be worse. It'd be going to Iraq and saying Muhammad, Allah is not God, and Muhammad was a false prophet. Well, that's not going to help anyone. That's just going to stir up a lot of problems for you. But, you know, right. In this country, in America, America is the land, and the West is the land of Trinity Christianity. So if somebody sees in you something different, they're going to want want to know. And if they don't see anything different, why would they care what you believe? That's true. They, they, they wouldn't care what you believe. Right? If if you're uh, if a person is depressed, unhappy, miserable, has no hope, nobody's going to care what what you believe in, because that's, that's how true. they are with their with their false religions. So it's really being a light to the world, showing people, hey, there's a difference. Somebody may ask you, somebody that's seeking, somebody's not seeking. What's the point of telling them what they don't believe or want to hear? That's just in, inflaming people for no reason. Yeah. That that wouldn't be walk. That's not wisdom. You know, that would not be walking in wisdom. No, it, it just would not be. Uh, it 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 wouldn't be wisdom. Just like uh, we we you know. Um, if if uh if somebody if somebody has a miraculous healing and people want to know why were you healed say because i believe the truth that jesus is the christ the son of a living god not this false trinity god see so that would be an that'd be an opportunity but right. i wouldn't i wouldn't go around inflaming people that that there's no there's no wisdom in that that makes sense. Yeah. It's just you got to walk. You have to have wisdom. You have to be led by the Holy Spirit. So, you know, that wouldn't, that wouldn't to me, be being led by led by the Holy Spirit. It's just led right. by your own thoughts. But, you know, we are called to repent, to to ask God to forgive our sins. And we want a new life. Repentance is a change of direction. For 20, say, four years, a person lived their life for themselves, following whatever false path. And then one day they finally listen to the Holy Spirit and they repent. 
for they will be following Jesus as the Christ, the son of a living God. And that's what their life will reflect. What do you think about people who get uh, saved in the churches and they're being uh, hypnotized to believe in Trinity immediately? Do you think those preachers are are of the devil or are they just confused? No, well, they're not hypnotized. They're just being told this is what they're being told, indoctrinated in a way. Uh, these but, these pastors, well, they're certainly not of the, They're not being. They're not led by the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. They're, uh, they're they're being led by the devil. He's the one telling them the preachers lie. That's true. And because um, that's the Holy Spirit leads us into all truth. He doesn't lead us to preach that. So immediate. Uh, why why aren't they, the real question is. See, why aren't these pastors preaching the truth? Because they don't want the truth. The truth's not popular. They want to preach what's making them money. And people don't want to hear the truth. They want to hear lies to tell them what they want to hear because the Trinity isn't float in its own universe. It's always connected to some type of faith by in it by is salvation. Salvation by faith alone. Faith in what? Faith in the false trinity. So b- b- believing what they're saying to us, by believing a lie, you're going to go to heaven. And that builds upon every other lie. What's salvation by faith alone? It's really do whatever you want, and you think you're going to go to heaven. Yeah, but I've heard from, from some Baptists that uh, it's, when they say salvation by faith alone, they say, "Well, if you if you uh, were saved, you really wouldn't want to sin." Well, they they say that, but Jesus never taught uh, if you're believing Trinity, well, you're already not following God. If if you're That's born, true. I mean, isolated truth. If you're born of the Spirit of God, God puts His desires in you. To, follow, to love him with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbors yourself. But then again, there's no room for all these falsehoods. Is mm-hmm. there? No. no. But but um, really, uh, our 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 salvation rests within our own free will, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. What are we doing today? Faith without good works is dead. According to James. Well, it is dead. What good is it? Because God leads us into doing his will, and his will is to do good good works. To Mm -hmm. preach the Trinity is not a good work from God. It's not being led by the Holy Spirit. It's it's getting it wrong from the first step. So that's not going to get you to heaven. That's on the wrong path already. See, so you're already on the wrong path. But, no, I mean, you know, like I said, to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, to love your neighbor as yourself, to walk in the spirit and truth of God, well, there's no trinity in the spirit and truth of God, Danny. That's true. You know, uh, the Jesus never taught you're once saved, always saved. You're forgiven for your past sins. Yeah. And then what? Well, then you have to follow Jesus every day in spirit and truth. Keep his words with perseverance and overcome. Overcome the world and the devil. And then you earn your crown of life. You literally have to... Forgiveness is a gift. The crown is what we have to earn. And that is not a popular message today. People don't want to hear the word earn. They despise that word. It, they hate it because they just want to believe they can believe in some Trinity Jesus and they're guaranteed heaven. Just just believe in this thing and you're going to go to heaven by faith alone. That's a total lie. But people love it. You're literally sinning your way to heaven, following a false God, a God that doesn't even exist. 
So that's right. not all you do is lose a jewel in your crown if you sin. Well, that's what they say, but that's not true. And when you don't follow the truth, you have no peace. You have no joy within. You have nothing. You're empty. You're hollow. There's there's nothing there. There's there's nothing there at all. That's not what Jesus taught. Churches teach all kind of lies, Danny. But yeah. it's not. We we have to go by what Jesus taught. And let's let that sink into our listeners a second, and uh, we'll be right back. Followed it. 
just because mm-hmm. you know, just because you know basic truths of the Bible, doesn't mean you're following it. It's mm-hmm. when you follow the basic truths that's what uh, opens the door for God to work in your life to have the power of God. So I mean, so that would be the final witness to this world would be if God raised up a real physical church of Philadelphia. A church that could, people could identify with, could unify all those out there. How many people are in the Church of Philadelphia? We don't know. If there's 144,000 uh, Hebrew prophets raised up after the first of two raptures, maybe there are 144,000 people who are worthy, who have earned their crown of life. So the Church of Philadelphia would represent a real last chance for people to repent and follow God for real and make heaven in the first of two raptures. Mm -hmm. I've I've seen churches claim to be the Church of Philadelphia before, but I've never seen anything good come out of them. No, a lot of churches claim that, but what what is the cornerstone of their church? Falsehood, a trinity, God. So right away, that's that's not a Church of Philadelphia. The Church of Philadelphia has the truth of God and follows the truth of God. So you, you have to have both. What good's the truth if you don't follow it, Danny? No good. No good, right. What what, what would be the value of having a, a vaccine, a real vaccine for, uh, for um, say, rabies, but you don't take the vaccine? What good is it? It's it doesn't worthless. help at all. No, right. It it doesn't help you at all. So will God raise up a real physical church of Philadelphia? I hope he does. It would be the it would be the best thing God could do. But it's it's not what God can do, it's what people limit God. If there's enough people that would would do this, God will do this. Mm-hmm. It's you know, people limit God. God doesn't uh, that's what makes things harder for God is people, people's free will in opposition to God. You know, God God wants the world to see His power, but if people are following falsehood, what can what what can He do? Heal people in the name of lies? Can't. He can't. He must work through truth and His Spirit. There's no lie in God. There's nothing false within God. So how can God heal people in the name of a lie? Couldn't. He couldn't, right. And then you say to yourself, you know, if God just raptured, say, 10,000 people today that are truly following Jesus in spirit and truth, it would be a real puzzle to the world. Why were these people taken? Because they would only really be known in the tiny little household and communities they live. But it's true. If, there, if there's a real physical church with the power of God and people around the world identifying with this church and claiming to be part of it and speaking the truth, and there are healings happening and miracles and signs and wonders, well, that, that, would, be, that would be a true light to this world. And that's what I'm hoping God does. And what would it take to do that? Well, we know it would take a lot of money. And money could come from the Bible code. says a lottery win could kick this off. And I believe that that would do that. You can't build a church without money. You can't be on the Internet without money. You can't broadcast without money. We live in a world system that revolves around money so you need money to do something like this mm-hmm. so that so but the church of philadelphia is you can read the letter to the seven churches in the book of revelation they all have an end times warning and message and there is a real physical church of philadelphia it's going to be taken through their open door into heaven god will open the portal of heaven for a moment <laughs> and they'll be taken through it and then he'll slam the door shut and 
So that's what we're that's what we're hoping for. And if people saw a real physical church of Philadelphia, it had the spirit and truth of God. Well, it, it would make the it would make the Book of Revelations become very literal and real, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. If nothing more, it would make it very real and and literal. And then, when more real and literal things start coming, people would be would see how real it is. Because the next thing they'd see in the world is the Church of Philadelphia vanish, gone. And then the Antichrist would come as the savior of all religions, faiths, and creeds. This extraterrestrial Messiah. You see, so it would really add a lot of validity to to the Bible and clarity. But if God does this, then he, it, it's not going to be here for a long time. The church yeah, of Philadelphia. Yeah, a very short time. Yeah, well, it could be here for two years, three years, five, six, eight, nine. Eventually, we're we're heading into a time where the world economy is going to crash. We're heading into a time of global economic and social chaos. Things are getting worse and worse and worse every day. They're talking global food shortages. We're seeing recalls of of everything baby formula shortages peanut butter shortage the price of everything is skyrocketing it's out of control people can barely live anymore they just have enough money for gas and food when they're done working all week that's all they have we're heading into a uh, global socialism people are going to need a a global people are going to need a global socialist a global a welfare check just to survive. And there's a cost with that, your freedom. But that's that's where we're headed, Danny. This world mm-hmm. is in very, very bad shape. Polar shift is occurring. The magnetic poles of the Earth are shifting. It's causing extreme, extreme weather patterns. There's been massive solar flares that have been heat. That's why the Earth's getting so hot, because it's getting hit with solar flares. So we're we're, also we're really, the moon is the moon is wobbling too. I heard it on the, the internet news. I don't know how true it is, but well, they're claiming the moon's going to start to wobble in 2030, and could start to cause uh, could start to cause uh, coastal flooding of cities. It's very possible. It may be 2032, but the point is the world is running out of time. We're very rapidly moving into a digitized monetary system, a one-world monetary system. Right now, Putin is fighting this one-world monetary system. That's what he's fighting against. And he will not succeed because Bible prophecy will come true. When the Antichrist comes onto the world scene, there will already be digital money, Denny. That'll be here. It'll be a one-world monetary system. Or someone very close to that, because that's where we're headed right now. And we you could, we could talk about these signs and what's happening in the end times, and there's just a massive earthquake in Afghanistan, thousands of people killed. There's earthquakes happening around the world, flooding, massive heat wave, heat waves. Um, Spain has hit in Germany over a hundred degrees. There's wildfires raging in Spain. The world is in a very bad situation today, Danny. And the Holy Spirit is at work. He is striving with man. He's trying to lead people into the truth, to repent and follow Jesus as the Christ, the Son of a living God. And how much success he's having, well, very limited people are responding. How many, we don't know. See, there's many unknown questions we don't know. We just, I just know what I will do, if, and a few other people, if you know, if God gives us this opportunity, we're going to build the Church of Philadelphia as a real physical church. It will have the truth and power of God. It's that simple, and that would be a true light to this world, then. It would be. And then it will set it'll set the tone for the tribulation. 
you know, it it'll set it'll set the tone for for what is to come. I hope I hope it goes down like that. I Otherwise, imagine the Church of Philadelphia will last three and a half years. Well, just that's like a, uh, that's in it. Well, that's because it could be, but it could be longer. That's just right. because Jesus had a three and a half year ministry doesn't mean that either, but. Possible, that but the, the tribulation is divided into two, three and a half years. Well, yes, it is, but that doesn't mean the Church of Philadelphia will be a physical church for three and a half years. Right. It just doesn't mean that. But we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back and look at that and more here on Doomsday Talk Radio. <laughs> You know more than God. Well, that's you're not being too wise, are you? 
When you hear the Holy Spirit no. talking, it doesn't sound like a voice in your head. It's a feeling and more than just a feeling. It's it's the voice of God echoing through your heart, soul, mind, your whole being. He speaks, God's spirit speaks to our whole being. The devil just speaks to our mind. God speaks to our entire being. Right. And that's how we can really tell the I've difference. I've had that experience a couple of times in my life where I felt like God was trying to talk to me. And once a long time ago and once more recent, uh, I've... I believe I woke up in the middle of the night, and uh, God was talking to me in the middle of the night, and he was telling me that I needed to stop drinking. Well, then what do you think? Yeah, you know, stop drinking. No. Yeah, you know, I'm that, doing that. Well, I mean, that's I'm what... Doing it. Right. Good, then. Yeah, it's... It's, uh, it's an addictive thing with my family. My whole family's addicted well, not our whole family's addicted, but my whole family is prone to addiction. Right, but you don't have to be with God. Yeah, exactly. God gives us remember, the power to overcome things, right? Yeah, I remember He helped me overcome. I, I used to smoke and chew tobacco, and I was uh, I was able to quit that, so I could do anything except my mind to. Right. Well, if that if you believe that was God speaking to you, then I would do what God tells you to do. Yeah, I do. I do believe I mean, that. Right. Um, whatever God leads you to do, he's not going to lead you contrary to what the words of Jesus. He's going to lead right. you in to follow the words of Jesus. I mean, yeah, exactly. um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Just like um, we we talk about pornography a lot because pornography is the hidden sin that no one ever wants to talk about. But the whole, almost the whole world, male world, fem- even female today, more and more people are addicted to pornography. They are watching three, four, five, six hours of pornography a day. Pornography is the great hidden addiction. Well, of course, the Holy Spirit is telling people to stop watching that. Stop. Right. But. You know, so to be led by the Holy Spirit, what would your response be? Yes, and you stop. Yes, yeah. I know whenever I was younger and lusted after women, I had to pray for years. It took me two years to get it, for God to really help me. Well, it's not going to take you two years to stop watching pornography. No, it shouldn't take you that long, but it's, it's it's an addiction. It's like anything else. It's, it takes time to, you know, to quit. Well, two years, that's a, well. Yeah, I prayed to God, yeah, I prayed to God for two years to stop lusting after women, and uh, he eventually answered me, and he took my libido away. Well, why, why do you think it would take you two years? I don't know, but that's what that's what it took. Because I prayed hard, God, please take this burden away from me. Because I don't, I didn't like it. I knew I wasn't going to make it to heaven if I continued doing it. But it it took that long. Wow. Well, like I said, it's it it's it's not going to take two years to uh to to stop watching pornography. No, I'm not talking about pornography. I'm talking right. about just you know the the whole right. sexual attraction thing to begin with. Well, uh, because you you have a sexual attraction to women as opposed to men, that's not uh, that's not loving <laughs> it. If you want, if you look at a woman and you want sex with her, that's lusting after women. Exactly. Committing adultery in your heart. Yep. So. You start to fantasize about them. You, well, then you're then you're lusting after women. But that's something you, if you take that to God, and you truly repent, he will answer it. Yeah, he will set you free from that. If if um, what whatever addiction we have, God will set you free if you truly want to be free. But it, it's oh, again, I wanted to be free. I didn't want to look at a woman and lust after her, but 
I, I, I just kept praying and praying and praying, and God eventually just took that whole thing away from me. I, I never looked at a woman the same again. Well, that's Except that's for the good. woman I'm married to. Right. I don't know why it took two years, Denny. That I don't know. I just know it's good. But it, uh, God usually delivers us pretty, uh, pretty quickly from evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe it took you that long to really mean it. That's possible. Yeah. But, I mean, somebody addicted to heroin, uh, if they truly ask God to help them quit, to help, he will help them give it up. But it also has our human will. It has to plays a role, too. You have to want to give it up. But, yeah, if, God, if God's telling you to stop doing something, you should stop doing something. If yeah, he's do telling it immediately you to stop, if you can. Well, with God, we can. If he tells us to start doing something, if God tells you to start doing something, why, why, would, you, why would it take a year to start doing something? No, I don't believe God would take it another year for me to quit right. wine. Or whatever. But yeah. the, the point is, Jesus came to set us free. So if you're addicted to something, then it's taking control of your life. Yeah, exactly. And then when you're spending more money on it than you got. That's when you got a problem. Well, that's true too. That's 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 true as well. But I mean, Jesus came to set us free. Period. He came to set us free from fear and, and addictions. I mean, and. Uh, uh, and, and all the things that bring us down in life, that take control of our life. Like I said, a person addicted to five hours of pornography a day, that's literally controlling their life. Yep. It's opening their mind to demons. It's controlling their life. And if a person, the Holy Spirit is saying, stop doing that, it's wrong, repent. And if a person truly means it, God's going to set them free. Right. He will. He's not going to let That's you true. Uh, wallow in. Um, he's not going to let you wallow in that, or or anything else. He he, he said, you know, he came to set us free. Mm-hmm. And um, the first thing he sets us free from is fear. And what does he replace fear with? Love, peace. We we should have. We should have the peace of heaven in our hearts today. That's what Jesus said. My peace I give unto you. Said in the world you'll have tribulations. You have all kind of problems. But be of good cheer. Be positive. Trust him because he's overcome the world. And again, so what? that's what he told us. But he came to give us peace. And if you're believing in that he's the Christ, the son of a living God, you should have peace. If you don't have peace, you have to ask yourself why. That's true. Why would you not have peace? Because somewhere within you, God's telling you to stop something and you're saying no. God's, or God's telling you to do something you're saying no. A yes brings peace, a no no peace. Exactly. Sense. How simple can you get then? I mean, yep. right. So, once again, Jesus is coming soon for his true followers, the Church of Philadelphia, those who keep his word with perseverance and have earned their crown of life. What it, what what does it mean to earn a crown of life? To have a crown? Well, we learn that in the Book of James given to us before the book of Revelation. And James said, Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he's tried, he'll receive the crown of life. Mm -hmm. So when we overcome temptation with God and sin, we earn the crown of life. It's that simple. I always said that many times. You're either on the path of earning a crown of life or or life is overcoming you. Can't have it. Both ways. And that's so 
the highway to hell is filled with people all saying no to God. And they can tell themselves anything. They're going to heaven by faith alone. They're, they're saved. They're, they're there. So, they don't, they don't repent. They don't stop saying no. That's true. In heaven, there is no rebellion against God. Everyone, the only word they've ever, they speak is yes. Earth is the place to be tested and to, to give up this rebellion, this saying no to God, to saying yes to God. And that's what the Church of Philadelphia does. They consistently say yes to God. So I God agree. Don't, right. So that's that's what separates the church of a true follower of Jesus, the Church of Philadelphia, from everything else. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they rebel against me. That's, that's not what Jesus said. He didn't nope. say my my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they say no to me. No. He said, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. They do what he said. And that's why they have peace. That's why they have the power of God. That's why they can overcome addictions and things that people in the world can't. People in the world think they're free, but they're not free at all. Jesus said they're a slave to sin. Mm -hmm. They're not free. They're a slave to their fears. They're a slave to sin. They're a slave to their addictions. They're not free. No, they think, they delude themselves that they're free, but there's no freedom there. Right. No, fr- no freedom at all, Danny. But Do anything Jesus, you want. Well, they think, yeah, they think they can. Yeah, exactly. But they're not going to make heaven. What did Jesus say? Not everyone that says, Lord, Lord, will enter heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. So that would be saying yes to God, being led by the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Right? God's telling you to do something, and you say yes. The Holy Spirit's telling you to stop doing something, and you say yes. God reach, talks, speaks to a person's heart to and says, leave these dead fallen churches. They're dead. They're, they're false. Follow Jesus as the son of a living God. Follow the truth. So the person has to make a choice. It's all about, every, I mean, every day is making a choice, Danny. Everything, that is true. Everything's connected to a choice, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not like I heard a voice saying you, uh, you have to stop lying, because obviously I don't go around telling people lies. Uh, but and uh, or any other sin, it was just the one thing that I had to deal with. Well, for now. Yeah, uh, for now. I mean, God could show a person stop doing this, and then they stop doing that. God sets them free from that, but then He'll show them maybe something else. Well, I don't really, I don't really go around sinning. Uh, at least I think I don't, but. Uh... It, it was that one thing that just kept bugging me, and then God just said, stop it. Well, then, if God's telling you to stop something, what should you do? Stop it. Yeah, that's kind of simple. I mean, it's not rocket science. It's, it's pretty simple. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, uh, you know, back, back to uh, what we're talking about. We are clearly in the end time. You know, like, I mean, the first rapture event could be a week away. I just tend to believe that God is going to raise up a physical, real church of Philadelphia, a major media event. And if there are 144, say there were 144,000 people, Denny, following Jesus in spirit and truth around the world, did have a real documented physical a very severe physical mental some type of of problem a severe medical documented problem and suddenly they're healed what if there are 144,000 documented real healings around the world and these people suddenly come out 
and they're preaching the truth of the gospel. And signs, wonders, and miracles are following them. And they're warning people of what's to come. And they're still following Jesus in spirit and truth. And then they're taking in the first of two raptures. Well, well, that would be the most powerful witness that could ever be, wouldn't there? Yeah, it would be. Yeah. So that's what I, I hope God will do. And that would be, to me, the most powerful thing God could do. But then again, it comes down to people. How many people would join the Church of Philadelphia? Because you can't, you can't keep his word for per, with perseverance and earn a crown of life in 24 hours. It takes a period of time, some amount of time. So, I, I mean, I encourage anyone listening to the show today, have a worthy walk with God today. We, we, should, we should strive to have a walk with God that's accounted worthy every day. And if, if this happens, well, then you're joining something you're already doing. You know, you're, you're already connecting with people that are, that are striving to have a worthy walk with God. You know, if somebody's waiting to have a worthy walk with God, if uh, we start a church in Philadelphia, guess what? They've already missed the boat. It's too late. Yeah. Today is the day. Yesterday was really the day. But yeah, I always wonder, and I know we've discussed this before. I just wonder if people need miracles to believe in in no, God because they're not seeing no. the miracles. Well, they're not seeing miracles, Danny, because people are not following the truth of the Bible. But we right. talk about this many times. Just because people see miracles is not going to make them fall on their face, repent. And love God with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love their neighbors themselves, and give up their beloved favorite sin. Doesn't work like that. Jesus healed all manner of sickness, and he had a following. And as soon as he preached the truth, people walked away. And then they started to say he heals by the power of Satan. That's true. No, no. And the fact that people aren't preaching the truth today, well, that really handy limits to what God's able to do. Mm-hmm. It's people's fault. It's not God. It's people. They refuse to listen. They refuse to listen. You see? It, I yep. mean, it's that simple. I, I know. I know preaching <laughs> preaching the message that we preach today. That's not, that's not a popular message. This isn't gonna. Uh, it's isn't gonna get us millions of dollars in donations. It's not gonna fill the offering plates, and that's all these these fake churches care about: the offering plate, money. So they preach popular lies. They tell people what they want to hear, and they make a lot of money. But but that's not following Jesus and spirit and truth. No, it's not. No, it's not at all. I mean. Uh, Satan does not want the truth preached because when you hear the truth and you follow the truth, you actually have power over him. He doesn't want you to have power over him and his kingdom. So he doesn't want the truth preached. See, it all starts with the truth. Yeah. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Well, what's his voice? The voice of truth. I've, I've heard uh, I've heard pastors say that uh, God created dinosaurs to so to deceive man. I was like, why would God want to deceive anybody? He wouldn't. That's ridiculous. That's that's an evil statement, accusing God of 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 wanting to deceive people. Yeah. No, men deceive people. People don't want to believe that maybe God made life through a a slow process called evolution which is very very believable right because even science honest scientists would admit you can't have a fish turn into anything but a better fish unless there's genetic manipulation of genes a a god's divine hand can't happen without god so it is very possible god made 
everything through a slow process called evolution. But he didn't make – why would God want to deceive people? That's, that's a twisted no, statement. Yeah, the bones were there to deceive us. No, the bones like, why aren't there. Why would God there. want to deceive you? He doesn't. Bones are what's there. The bones would be there to maybe should lead, help lead us, show us the truth. God doesn't create things to deceive us. God doesn't lie to us. People yeah, exactly. lie to themselves. Right. Yeah, God doesn't deceive us. The devil deceives people, not God. I know we didn't come from monkeys, though. Well, one strain of humanity could have slowly evolved from a type of ape. That was right. one, one, one specific um, species, one specific thing. If, if, that, if God created life, well, we have four minutes left here. I mean, if God made the world through an evolutionary slow process, he would have had it have taken one ape-like being and manipulated the genes to make it something more human and then totally human. Right. That, that's not, that's within the realm of possibility. Uh, some people want to believe God just magically said donkey and a donkey appeared. Um, I don't know. You read Genesis, it seems to follow an evolutionary path starting with sea life and evolving up into the highest form, man. Man is last. Wasn't first. Right? That's true. So, but that's, see, that's another stupid, another argument people get into. They can fight back and forth, evolution, creation, all day long. Where's it going to get them? Nowhere. 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 They didn't, not going to get you following Jesus one step closer to heaven. No. So, that's to be seen. I don't even get into that argument because either could, it's very likely God did make life through a slow process called evolution. A divinely led of God. Without God, it can't happen. But back, back to what we were saying with two minutes left, Danny. Um, the, the Church of Philadelphia, Jesus' true sheep, say yes to God. And any a no is not the fruit of the Holy Spirit. We should never say no to God. That's true. Right. And that's that's something very important. And God's not able to show a lot of people things because they're not open. They're not open because they're too afraid. They're afraid because they're saying no to God. It's things are really this simple, Benny. They are Thank really uh, some truth lies in simplicity. We have two minutes left. But truth lies in, in the simplest terms. Somebody doesn't have peace. Well, somewhere in their life, they're saying no to God. Some, yeah, if you're, some, worried about, if, you're, if you're worried, then obviously you got problems. Well, if you're, if you're worried, worried about, about something. Well, Jesus warned, if you're, caught, if you're overtaken with drunkenness, you're overtaken with drunkenness, partying, carousing, the cares of life. You're not on the worthy path of heaven. If you're sitting yep. and worrying. If you're sitting and worrying all day, well, where's your faith? That's true. And why would a person be worrying all day? Because somewhere they're saying no to God, and they don't have peace. So take away peace take away peace, people are going to start to be filled with fear. And then that's going to slowly overtake their life. Like any other sin. Worrying is a sin, according to Jesus. That's not trusting God, is it? Nope. No. It's not saying throw out your common sense. We're not talking about throwing your common sense out. And there's a thunderstorm coming, and you put on an aluminum foil suit and go dance out in the <laughs> in the street. Play golf. No, we're, we're talking about 
worrying. Worrying is not trusting God. And the question is why? And with 10 seconds left, that's a good question for people to ask themselves today. You know, if, if you don't, if you don't really have true peace, you have to ask yourself why. Where are you saying no? And we'll leave the show with that. God bless. Good night and take care.